If you have to give one highlight about Black Friday, Cyber Monday, how are they going to prep, right? What is one thing they absolutely need to do? And this is what we did, right? We said no meetings, cancel all the meetings. Yep. We went into the conference room, literally locked the door, put the sign outside, do not disturb, <laughs> okay? And we planned the whole schedule out. Q4 is coming up. Um, I think we want to kick off the pod with something that's on everybody's mind, which is Black Friday, Cyber Monday, the whole the whole month of November, there's stuff going on, yes. right? Yeah. Um, I think consumers are trained now to think that sales are starting a little bit earlier, yeah. which is kind of like, in my opinion, I think it's annoying because yeah. like that whole thrill of Black Friday, Cyber Monday is like completely gone. Yeah. You know, like Thanksgiving dinner wraps up and you're like heading out to Walmart, Target, trying to like snag that latest TV. Yep. And like that, that feeling is gone because now every year, Oh, we're starting early. We're starting yeah. early, and brands yeah. think they're slick, <laughs> but everybody is starting yeah. earlier. Yeah. So if you are trying yeah. to compete with everybody, you have to start earlier. Yeah, it's it's that concept of uh, somebody ruined it for everyone else, yeah. right? And it's like, <laughs> and now you can't. You can either sit there and complain and hold out, or you have to take the opportunity cost and say, all right, what is it going to take for me to join the cult, but also be a little bit different? Yeah. And, and, and there's nothing wrong with also just having your sales on right, Black Friday, right. right? I know there's some Absolutely. brands that want Very to, true to it. you know, be, be, yeah, exactly. Be true to it. Stay on the Black Friday, Cyber Monday. And, I, and I've seen a lot of people talk about not even wanting to participate, yeah. right? It's just yeah. like this, this free-for-all that's happening and some brands just don't want to compete, right? Because right? even like last year, you know, uh, this is directly post-iOS update. Acquisition in general was really rocky. And years before, we looked at Black Friday as a heavy acquisition month. Yeah. Now I think it's the complete opposite. Right. Right. I think I think it's a it's a period where you have customers who've kind of come into your ecosystem throughout the whole year, and now you're kind of rewarding them a little bit with, you know, whether it be a discount, gifts, you know, launches, whatever it is, bundles. Right. right? Um, I think the the strategy needs to be a little bit different, post iOS era. But there are still ways that you can make it work for both, right? Yeah. Acquisition and retention. So yeah. I think there's a few things we want to talk about, right? Yeah. So yeah, I think one of the biggest things, like we mentioned, uh, Black Friday, Cyber Monday requires so many different elements. And I think this episode, we wanted to really especially talk about what we do to cover each one, right? right. Um, so whether it's ramping up and, and getting prepped for what the offer is going to be, what the ads and landing pages are going to look like, how we're going to do SMS and email flow. Um, down to also taking on the other side, what are you going to put out there? What products, what inventory, how much are you ordering? How are you going to pay for it? What if something doesn't work out? What if the ads don't sell enough product? What if we sell too much? How are you going to plan forecasting? How are you going to plan all these things? And I think the coverage between marketing, ops, finance is kind of what we want to tackle today. Yeah. We started our planning, right, at Avi probably a couple weeks ago. Um, it's not... It's not too late, but it's not early. Um, I think there's obviously a lot of things going on, supply chain and you know things that we're trying to figure out. So kind of getting into ramping up ad spend, right? Um, there's pros and cons here, right? Do you kind of bring budgets back now to go full blast during November? Or are you prepping you know, an audience that can be later targeted to later, right? So in my opinion, I think keeping things as business as usual, right, on the on the advertising front. Um, if you're in line with your KPIs, why pull back? But also, there is to a point that 
budget is limited for for people, right? Like you don't want to blow through your budget now when you could blow through it later on, right? Mm -hmm. um, so I think what brands should be doing is at least thinking about, hey, listen, there's gonna be a rush coming. There is a natural lift in conversion. Do you want to slam budgets now or later, right? So do, being able to do both while hitting KPIs now and also building an audience, right? Just remember every single ad that you're running right now is going to create a pool of people that can be later remarketed to, right? Whether that's through leads or just in general, just in your ecosystem that can be later remarketed to when you actually have a, a decent promo going on, right? And when people are more in the mindset of, of buying, shopping, gifting, things like that. Right. And, and you would have the same strategy, whether like we do a one month long sale, November 1st to December 1st. Right. Would you have the same mindset and strategy if someone was doing a week long sale, just Black Friday week and Cyber Monday right. versus people who were like, oh, this concept of November 1st to December 1st sounds good. Yeah. Would you look at it the same way? Yeah, I, I think after the last couple of years and how Black Friday has been, um, I think the shift towards more evergreen promotion is more prevalent than just like, hey, we have a Black Friday sale banner, this and that, come shop our, our yeah. sale, right? Everyone's gonna be putting that out, especially yeah. bigger brands, cause like they haven't caught on to this yet, right? Exactly. Where evergreen content is going to win nine times out of 10, right? So whatever you're running right now, keep it as is, right? It, if it's performing well, especially with Facebook, it's so like finicky, don't touch it. If it's working, okay. keep it going, right? The only thing that you do now change is your landing pages. Right. Mm. Um, right now, like if you go to an Avi uh, landing page, it's the main offer, you know, the main call outs and everything. What we will do is probably just swap out that banner. Yeah. Right. So it's Black Friday sale. It's going to be the same sale right. technically for acquisition. Right. True. We're not. We're, here's where it gets tricky. Right. Is that you don't want to acquire a customer that's only coming in on that heavy discount. Mm. Right. There's LTV issues with that. This and that. You don't want to. We, we've seen it. Right. right. So if you can maintain the same deal that you are running year round, maybe make it a little bit better, right? Free gifts, different different ways to value than heavily discounting. I think that's where brands can win because your your ads that are currently converting right now and winning are still, you know, going in on those. And then they come down to a landing page where it's like it, you know it converts, mm. but now there's a little bit better of an offer. A brand looking at how to plan their Black Friday, would you tell them Start your sale November first, or wait till Black Friday. I, I, I can I, only I, choose one. It's such a it depends answer. Fair. Um, I guess from your experience, yeah. why are we doing November first to December first? Um, honestly, I, I think the reason we've done it was always to be able to compete with the rest of the market, right? I'm not I'm not even just talking about the like brands out there. I'm talking about within our niche, right? right? You see brands like already starting. Yeah. Like a hey, pre Black Friday Black like Friday. We can't like <laughs> all right, yeah. listen, if you if if I'm running ads that's just my evergreen offer like here free gift with purchase and yeah. like my competitor A and B are like, "All right, Black Friday started early. <laughs> Who are you going to go buy from?" Right? right? So right. there's that level of I need to be competitive in this market yeah. versus not being too spammy and mm. like not being realistic with the timeline. Yeah. So you come up with all of these different concepts of what you want to maybe even offer, who your customer is, blah, 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 right? The presentation is the most important piece though. Yeah. 
So what does that look like? <laughs> it's actually like the funniest story because last year, I don't think we were as prepared as I want to be this, this year. year. Um, I don't know if you remember, last year, Black Friday, we we hyped up Black Friday's coming. Like yep. the last two weeks of October. Last two weeks. Right. We had a Facebook event. For those of you who know us, you know, we have this massive Avi community on Facebook, um, you know, pumping out, you know, like, hey, this sale is coming. Like, yeah. save your money. Save this your money. sale is coming. We have surprises. We have restocks. Um, everything, like, we're, we're throwing everything at you, right? We have this event. There's thousands of people waiting, you know? Yep. Um, so the last two weeks of October, we're really hyping this up. And we had a lot of changes to the website, yeah. right? We were trying to make it, we were trying to optimize for conversion, right? Have the the gift bar, the gamification gift bar, trying to have, you know, everything transfer over to a Black Friday sale, right? So like all the product pages had like 25% off, you know, stickers on each one. Like everything that needed to be there for a sale was supposed to be there, mm-hmm. except when we launched. Right. Right. And it, at the time, our developer was overseas, yes, um, five six hours ahead, and we launched at like seven p.m. seven p.m. seven p.m. Right, as soon as we launched, the whole website crashed. Yep, I like nobody that. could add to cart. Nobody People could getting like free gifts left, yeah. right, and center. <laughs> like yeah. we were offering four free gifts. Okay, when you get to checkout, each number said like twenty, twenty, thirty. Yep. Like yep. okay, guys, like. Listen, we love our customers, but we're yeah, not giving you 30 shaker cups <laughs> for like no reason. It's not right? a wholesale yeah, order. Like, yeah. Yeah. So now imagine trying to wake up your developer in the UK, yeah. 12 a.m., 1 a.m., you know, pinging them on WhatsApp. Like, can you wake up, wake up? Like somebody gets to get on this. Um, so we had to shut the website down. Yep. Right. Um, and what was really funny is that about two hours later, we, we got it fixed. Everything was running smoothly. And I don't think any of us were like looking at the sales numbers. Yeah. But there was a massive spike on our app. Yeah. Because everybody rerouted yep. and like yep. downloaded the app. Everybody in our community was like, we can't access the website. Yep. And all like the Avi VIP fans were like, yeah, Go but you can app. download the app, download the app. And like, yeah. like the funny enough, there was a too, spike in downloads that day. You know, shout out to Tapcart for, for standing strong with us that yep. day. But like it was just the, the point of the story is even though it's funny now, it wasn't back then because like, you're at the office till like 9 p.m., 10 p.m. trying to figure this out. But yeah. the, the moral of the story is prep at least two weeks before. Make sure your, your website's QA'd well in advance. Yeah. And if you are going to make any updates, make sure they're not too crazy within those two weeks. Right? Tactically speaking, is that working on a different theme and like letting that just be there ready to go? Yeah. Because um, I feel like some people don't even know. Like I, I, I was new to the concept of themes can be worked on. <laughs> You know, like last year I found like, you know, so like, is that, is that what it is? Like just prep this in the back end? Yeah. I I think, I think our team has done a really good job at always like, even when we do our launches now, right. We have a launch every two weeks, this and that. It's always prepping the theme before, right. You can make edits to it. You can send the theme preview to whoever needs to see it for QA, get everything in place, right. right? To the point where it needs to go live. It's pretty much functioning, Right. right. You know that it's functioning to the point where you can just hit publish. At 12 a.m., boom, boom, you're good. So yeah. I would work on a different theme, you know, get your developers on board, make sure that, you know, their timelines and deadlines are, you know, scheduled out yeah. and QA, just really QA everything. Yeah. So with basically everything being prepped, right? You have your, your, your themes are ready, landing pages are ready, ads are ready. How, what are we doing this Black Friday that's different than most? 
Yeah. And how are we focusing a little bit more on like LTV yeah. than other years? And how are we like actually doing this? Yeah, yeah. No, and I and I think so much of this is, you know, coming down to um, the most unsexy part of business, which is supply chain, right? It's like- You make it sexy though. Yeah. Low key, low key on Twitter, everyone's like, you know, Ron's not even talking about this. No, and, and it's like, it's like such boring topic, but like, I feel like we, we've done a good job just making it like exciting, right? And it's like, we, I hate to like make us like, feel superficial and comparing ourselves to like a Supreme or Nike or, or some of these brands, but the concept of what we've done yeah. with launches, right? Um, I think for, for those who don't know, right, what we do with launches and stuff, you want to give like a quick, yeah, what we've done, um, we've obviously is about 40 months old now. Um, and we've probably done nearly 35 launches. Um, and it's, uh, that's an average of at least almost one a month. So, what we've done here is we've taken our core products and found ways to make that parent SKU have multiple variations, including our collagen SKU having now 24 variations. Our other SKUs having two to three different variations, and we can do this luckily with flavors, right? Yep. Um, others people do, other people do it with uh, colors of their t-shirt. Different, different businesses do it different ways. So for us, when it comes to Black Friday, launches have been a big thing because you know, you can always expect your consumer to come back and buy something again because it's a better price. But if they've been consistently buying, they may already have enough and maybe they'll buy one or two more items because it's a good value price. Yeah. But if you don't bring excitement on top of price, um, there's this fine, uh, I, was re I, was, I was looking at some chart, there's like loyalty, price, and excitement, right? And it's like, you, you have to marry loyalty with excitement because you're only gonna stay loyal to something if there's something exciting, yeah. something new, something fresh. Yeah. Uh, you can get bored very easily. Then you have to marry price because it's November and it's the offer. Right. So I think for us, what we've focused on is bringing new launches. We're going really deep. Some sneak peeks real quick is like, you know, we're, we're doing face masks to go into skincare. Uh, we're doing hair brushes to, to bring out our benefits of hair, skin, nails. You know, we're, we're coming out with some new flavors um, that have been highly requested all year. Um, and so for us, launches are the way to increase lifetime value right. with our customers and then increase retention short term, right, for the month. And then lastly, bring excitement that, hey, we're not just giving you a discount. This is a one time in this month that you can get this flavor or you can get this launch. So limited edition increases your retention, increases your lifetime value, and gives excitement to the idea of Black Friday because everyone's doing Black Friday every Monday. How are they gonna come and spend $100 with you? That's what you have to really focus on. I think that's like more important this year yeah. than ever. I mean, like the, the sentiment, the overall consumer sentiment right now is like super low. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, without getting into politics, like I think consumers are a little bit, are going to be a little bit more picky on what they're pulling out their wallet for. Of course. Right. Of course. So at least for our customers, like our very loyal customers, and maybe we can superimpose an image of somebody from the community with their yeah. massive you uh, know, collection. So many. So many. Right. <laughs> Um, how do you keep it fresh for them, right? Yeah. And I think launches is the best way to do it because it's like, okay, well, I don't actually have this flavor. Exactly. I need that. Exactly. And I can never get it again. Exactly. And if you're a VIP customer, you're you're yeah. going to get it. Shout out to Mentorpass. One of the cool things talking to new founders, one of the things I've learned is a lot of them feel like they don't understand what's going on in the macro, but they think they do. 
And one thing I always say that I've been consistently trying to preach everyone is like, you, we're building a business in an era where we're pre-recession, post-inflation, post-iOS, post-supply chain, and post-pandemic nightmares. It is in a history of, I think, mankind, one of the hardest times to build a business today. So if you're surviving, kudos to you. If you're building, cheers to, cheers to you. Um, and if you're struggling, it's completely okay. Um, but I think what's important is if you can come out on the other side of this, you're going to be more relentless than ever. So with that being said, I think launches and, and, and all of these pieces, they're so important because you need to create value for your customer. And value used to be just price. Now it's not just that. It's what's new. Why do I need to come back? Tell me what what, what, you, what are you going to give me? Um, so I think the launch strategy is very important for us. Has always been. It's part of our DNA at Obvi. One of the reasons we can do that is because our supply chain has been built to facilitate MOQ. Mm. And I mean, we can die preaching this, but MOQ is the reason Obvi was able to scale even in the first thirty months, thirty million, right? Um, and for those who don't know, what, what is MOQ? Why is that important? Yeah, it's a good question. Uh, MOQ is, is, is getting your supply or your product at the minimum order quantity, right, uh, from your supplier. Now, minimum order quantities, they, va they vary from supplier to supplier. Some people may say, hey, you need to order 10,000 units from me minimum. Some people say, hey, you just need to order 1,000. Work with the one that's going to do 1,000 for you because you'll be able to provide more value to your business and your community of customers. So, I mean, the biggest thing that I, I that stops brands, right, is is the fact that you need to go and get 10,000 or 1,000, whatever, um, no, no matter what the quantity is, right? What are some tactics that you have done with at least our suppliers too to make sure that we can actually get those low MLQs? Because even for like, brand, even when we were first starting, nobody was giving us a break, right? right? But right. I think you thought about it in a more strategic way that most don't right and i mean it's a it's a good tidbit for people to know so i think the most important and tactical decision making that we've done so far is like how to increase our runway to be able to afford to do these things right right a lot of people will be like oh wow you did 30 40 launches in 40 months like how did you do that right and it's like it's not even about oh it's impossible or not it's how can you look at the way you're spending your money, right? And I think for us, um, the most traditional way, and I think this is this is everyone falls privy to this, is like we feel like there's only one way to build your business, right? Uh, when you open a uh, bank account, you go to Chase bank account, right? You go to Amex to open a credit card, um, and then you go to Shopify to build your website. Besides Shopify to build your website, there is multiple ways to do the other things, right? right. Um, so one of the cool things we did is um, on the credit card end, um, we actually found credit cards that were able to give us more runway without taking money from us, right? So one of the great credit cards that, uh, that worked really well with us was Parker. And Parker was able to give us interest-free net 60, right? Which is, for those of you who don't understand the terminology, without paying any fee, Parker gives us 60 days to pay off anything we charge on the card. That's huge uh, for, for anyone who's thinking about it. Um, what you're trading off is points, um, which is a free flight and free hotel. You can get that any day. You can get that when you sell your business, right? Because you'll have tons <laughs> to do all of that. But until then, get runway for your business, which is what we did. Um, we don't chase the points. Um, and then the second thing is, 
Anything that comes via ACH or anything we have to pay via bank transfer, we use a service called Plastic, which allows us to pay something via a credit card that requires a bank transfer. So now think about it. If I use the Parker card that gives me 60 days for free and I can pay something that requires me to pay it now, but I'm going to get 60 days for free and Plastic is the middle point in that, Plastic is one of the most underrated tools in my opinion because you're able to take something that's due today and get 60 days for free on top of it. I know for some brands right now, they're probably using Amex, they're using Chase, they're using whatever credit card. Some of them are paying with their debit card. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, I think our mentality is now don't chase the points, yep. chase runway. Chase runway. And it could drastically change the business overnight. Overnight. Right. Yep. I think, I think one of the biggest things that you touched on, which I, I think people need to really understand, is that you are going to sell through inventory that you haven't paid for yet. Right. Right. Exactly. That's you, the negative cash made, conversion. You've already made the money yep. to pay it off 100%. 60 days beforehand. Right. Right. So and think this, about how powerful that is. And, this, and, and when you tie it into something like Black Friday, right, everyone has lofty goals this Q4 and always every Q4. So if you get the ability to not lose your cash, right, but find ways to be aggressive on the sales cycle, get tiered launches because now you don't have to pay for inventory up front, right? And and get your MOQs in and 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 get a good sales strategy in, right? You can in the perfect perfect world, which I think we've come very close to in many scenarios. Like you said, get your inventory in, start selling it, start hyping it, and before the money is due, you should be able to at least sell through the cost of that inventory. Right? Forget all of it. But the cost of that inventory, which is probably one of the most powerful pieces you can do for your business, and you just can't tell people enough because the the other flip side of what you're using is to collect points, which sure, if you're buying $100,000 inventory, that's 100,000 points, which is equivalent to $1,000, okay? That's what it is, right? Um, $1,000 in free flights and hotels, sure, that is great. Nothing to take away from that. But $1,000 will never buy you 60 days in the free market. So now the biggest question that I have for, for my team is how much can I spend <laughs> during Black Friday? Yeah. Um, I mean, it sounds like everything is in place for this to be the perfect storm. Yep. So I think what I want to, I guess this would be a good time for us to maybe just talk about where we're going to deploy, you yeah. know? Um, allocation. Yeah. Allocation right now, I, I think is super important. Um, you know, post iOS, even this year, even this week, people are having issues with with Meta, right. right? What can we do to overcome this? And the answer is always going to be diversify, right. right? It's you. Everybody knows the answer to this, but like it's so hard to move everything away from Facebook, right? It, right. it is that beloved platform that made businesses what they are today, right? Sure. It may it helped make Avi what it is today, but there is a time and place for it, and and it, it it's. It's a it's appropriate to have it in your tool belt, but there are other channels out there that are going to drive efficiency for the business, right? So I I still think the majority is going to go towards towards Meta, but different percentages, right? So we're gonna look at Facebook, we're gonna look at TikTok. When I say Facebook, I mean Facebook, Instagram, right? Right. Facebook, TikTok, Google, um, influencers, and affiliates. Fair. Okay. And then maybe we'll sprinkle in some other channels for retargeting. 
just just because, right? And I'll, I'll get into that, right? So Facebook, I think, is going to get the majority of the the budget, right? It's the one that's pushing the most volume right now. It's the least volatile. However, costs are very expensive, right? So if you can maybe allocate, let's say, 50% of your budget there, you're going to drive volume, mm. okay? Now, you have to look at other channels that are not as great as pushing volume, but can bring down your overall CAC, right? And those channels are typically TikTok, Google, right? Google's really great for us right now. Obviously, obviously Google is great for, you know, branded search, making sure that, you know, nobody's really kind of encroaching on your territory. Uh, there's a lot of competitors in our field. A lot of them are bidding on our keywords. Um, so making sure that during Black Friday and everybody's aggressively spending, make sure your Google ads are showing up for your brands. Yeah. Because Big. you're going to be spending a ton on marketing, driving awareness for your brand. You don't want another brand to swoop up that 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 volume, right? So make sure your ads on Google, your branded, are structured right. TikTok, right? Everyone's favorite. Everyone's hated. It's it's mixed emotions right now. TikTok, it's very controversial, right? TikTok, I think people are looking at it a little bit too closely in the sense of what is being shown in platform and maybe even, you know, in, in, in tools like triple whale, mm -hmm. right? Um, I can forgive a higher CPA in TikTok because my overall efficiency everywhere else looks better. It's better. Right. TikTok has that level of discovery, right? It's, you know, people are going there to be entertained. You right. literally open up the app. I'm here. I'm about to go to sleep, whatever. I'm ending my day. I want to be entertained. Right. I don't want to shop. I don't want to be like my wallet is away from me. If you can put yourself out there and put them put whatever content you're putting into their feed, and if that piece of content is enjoyable, it's entertaining, it's educational, and you can kind of break them away from that that mindset of I'm just here to like relax, you will one increase your overall discover uh, discoverability. Two, you may even drive conversions, right? But the biggest thing when you look at TikTok is you have to look at it from two aspects: reach, because they have the low CPMs right now, right, right and overall traffic because they also have the cheapest traffic and conversion rate is a little bit lower but what you are doing is that the awareness of your brand is is it's it's getting out there right so say for example net. it's a wider net right yeah. so that's why i really love tiktok and and i understand like it's volatile like one day you might have amazing results the next day you might not but you're still getting out there people are on that platform to you know consume something. consume yeah. something so imagine you're scrolling through TikTok, you see this really cool video. Hey, I made this uh, fruity collagen, you know, milkshake. It satisfies my sweet tooth. It's really good for my hair, skin, and nails. All right, cool. I might bookmark it for later. Right. Right. Uh, I might go see it later, a week from now. Like, oh, Avi. Okay. Um, Google Avi. Oh, they have a Black Friday sale. Oh, cool. Let me go buy. Right. Yeah. So, being able to run on an omni-channel like level is one, it's it, every other platform is going to look better, right? You have to also measure incrementality on a blended level, right? right? Does your overall blended CAC look better? Go up to right? right. So it's like you have to you have to you have to look at everything and not just look at one thing, right? So Facebook, TikTok, Google, um, influencers, influencers are huge, and I think this is one of the biggest hacks that we've used that nobody really does is Facebook Live. Yeah. Getting influencers who do have a following on uh, Facebook, Instagram, going live is huge, right? The the live feature within Facebook in itself, as soon as somebody goes, like somebody the broadcast with the, is the broad, right? Everybody gets a notification. Yeah. If you're yeah. following that person, yeah. if 
as soon as they go live, they get a notification, sure. right? It, it's so underutilized. So if you do have influencers, see if they have a following on, on Facebook, get them to go live and do something where it's like, hey, we have, you know, we're, we're going to talk about this product, whatever it is, share this post, do a giveaway, this and that. The engagement kind of skyrockets. It further pushes that live into everybody else's feed, yeah. right? So getting your influencers around that time to kind of go live, talk about your sale, talk about the new products that we're coming out with, right. restocks, whatever it is, will get you that additional reach. 100%. Right? The point of this is reach, right. right? I think a lot of people try to measure influencers on like, oh, they post, here's my discount code. And sales. And yeah. sales, right? That's not the way to do it anymore. Right. It's about reach. And right. sales, of course. But like the reach is what's also going to impact the efficiency across the board. Yeah. Right? So say, for example, we have, you know, our influencers that, you know, we love and, you know, they're posting on Facebook and typically their videos get anywhere from 500,000 to a million views. Yeah. That's insane reach. Yeah. That's discoverability. Right. Right. You have an, a million people who now know about Avi. Right. And whether they come to the website or now they start seeing ads in your, you know, your feed, it's, they're yeah. associating it with that influence. full ecosystem. One of the things we promised in this podcast was that um, we're going to give you something to chew on, right? Something to take away, something that you need to go and apply tomorrow, right? Put pen to paper. Or, or get on your get on your MacBook or whatever you need to do. Notion. Where, yeah, get on your Notes, Notion. Whatever you got to do, you're going to put something that you can take away right now. Um, if you have to give one highlight about Black Friday, Cyber Monday, how are they going to prep, right? What is one thing they absolutely need to do? Yeah. What's your one chew? The one thing I would tell people, find, just block out an hour minimum, just an hour of your day. And this is what we did. Right, we said no meetings, cancel all the meetings. Yep. We went into the conference room, literally locked the door, put the sign outside, do not disturb. <laughs> okay, and we planned the whole schedule out. Yeah, we said, all right, this week we're launching this, this yeah. week we're doing this, this week we're doing that. Get your ideas yeah. down. Yeah, right, and then you can start creating the strategy around it. Right, so you have your launches, you know your dates, this and that. Now work backwards. Yeah, what do you need? Right, do you need content from? your designers do yeah. you need website development do you need landing pages do you need influencers to get you have to get them product um all this stuff and especially with supply chain right like getting all everything lined up yeah work backwards, work backwards. right just start Phenomenal. just start i think if if i had to give one thing um it's a lot of things but the most <laughs> important thing is when it comes to financing this month of November or whatever you want to call it, Q4, November, Black Friday weekend, whatever it is, right? I think we're going into a time when uncertainties are going to peak, okay? Going into a time where consumer behavior is, um, there, there's no read on it. Uh, going into a time, uh, again, post-inflation, pre-recession, God, God knows what's going to happen, right? I feel like this is the best time um, where if you can, and your business allows for it, um, to stop chasing points and to find runway for your business. And, and I'm talking about any bill that's above five to $10,000, um, you actively find a way without too many fees or no fees at all to find a way to push that money off. Now, this is not for the people who are already maybe struggling with cash flow. Um, or are in a, a negative, you know, cycle of, of, of burning cash, right? 
at that point, I would probably advise you not to do this because it's only going to push off your problem. But if you're in a place where you're going to Q4, a little bit of uncertainties, right? And you're just don't know if you want to push the envelope. The one way I think mentally you'll feel free is by able to, is being able to finance some of these things in the almost no fee to nominal fee time and give up your points if you need to. Look at tools like Parker, look at tools like Park, uh, Plas uh, Plastic and Upside Financing, RampFlex, whatever you want to look at, right? Um, go in and, and, and assess those tools, see what you're applicable to your business and stop paying for things the next day when it's due. There's a world out there besides Amex. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. So if it really comes down to it, schedule everything out and find runway. There you go. Bang, cool. chew on that. Chew on that. If you want more from us, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram, follow us on TikTok, and check out the website, chewonthis.io.